to welcome you to another episode of Kingdom Concepts. Today, we're going to be talking about laying up a legacy for your family. Amen. You know, it's always been a part of the plan of God for there to be a legacy laid up, something mm -hmm. that is in place for not just the generation you're in, but the generations that mm -hmm. to come. And, you know, this isn't something you hear too much about anymore. You know, you have so many people that are so caught up in living their own life mm -hmm. that they're not even thinking about the lives of those that are going to come forth from them or after them. You know, the Bible says that a good man, you know, that he leaves an inheritance for his children's children. For his grandchildren. Yeah. For his grandchildren. Now, I love being a grandparent, too. I do, too. I love you it. You know, I love it more than being a parent. I do, too. I like it better. You know, but I know that there are some people, and you might be watching this program today, and maybe you're what's referred to as an empty nester. And maybe all of your children have been raised or out of the home, and you know, sometimes for some people, if they're not prepared for that, mm -hmm. what happens is the legacy that they were laying up in raising those children, you know, it gets wasted or forgotten because they never laid up anything for themselves. Mm -hmm. The only relationship or the only common factor that they had amongst themselves as a husband and a wife was raising and supporting and taking care mm -hmm. of these children. And that's why you, you know, it's sad to say, but it's becoming more common to where you have people that when all the children have left the home, the parents are left there looking at each other, trying to figure out what do I love about this person? Mm -hmm. You know, why are, why are we together? You know, and that's why you have some folks that have been together for, you know, 20, 25 years. They just separate. Mm -hmm. It ends. Why do you think that is? Well, I think that, you know, in raising your children and you know, some people ha did a great job raising their kids. They have great kids, you know, and and in the busyness of career and raising their children, they forget to invest in themselves. It's great to to be all in with sports and with plays and with um, every ballet and we did all that, you know, every sport, everything that was important, you know, to their kids to be there for them. But you don't forget that once your kids are out of the nest, you still have you. And a lot of times people are so invested in their children, their careers, um, that they forget to invest in each other. And so, you know, last kids graduated from high, from college and or high school, and they don't even know who they are. You know, they don't even know who who each other is. And and this should be a time where you're, you know, your kids are gone, you know, married and having grandchildren and it's an amazing time you know us being grandparents i love it i love being a grandparent i love um having um what my grandkids call it they ask me um is today papa privileges you know is today uh and i asked one of them a few years ago what does that mean and i told you i told you i said what does papa privileges mean mean you know because when they're at home they can't have candy they can't have this they can't have that but when they come to our house you know if just for a day or two, they get proper privileges. They get to eat in bed. They get to eat the candy. And that, those are fun times for us. We're not parenting them, you know, and um, we're the grandparents. And I love that, you know, but we, we're we doing the same thing with them that we did with our kids. You know, last week um, I told the, the boys, I said, okay, I said, your first um, uh, airplane trip we're taking them to a believers convention that's their first going to be their first airplane trip in july and i told them i said now when when do you want to start traveling with papa when do you want to start going with him you know when he goes to meetings because you're not going to be able to if you don't go to restaurants and you don't sit still 
So last week, uh, we took them out, and I, I forgot to tell her, their parents this, but we took them out to lunch, and we went to a nice restaurant, and we they had to sit down, and they had to be polite, and had to be quiet, and they did great. They did amazing. They really did. Yeah, you know, and uh, again, it goes back to, you know, you're laying something up, mm -hmm. and, and I think grandchildren is, is God giving you some redemption from oh. raising your own children. <laughs> now, all kidding aside, um, you know, I think one of the things that we've laid up for our children, we gave them a worthy example, but the way that we've continued to lay up a legacy is not just showing them this is the way a, a life should be, you know, as a husband and a wife by modeling it in front mm -hmm. of them while they were with us, but it's our children also knowing that part of their legacy is knowing that their mother and father are going to be together until the Lord takes them mm -hmm. to heaven. You know, that they can count on us always being there for them in their adult season, mm -hmm. you know, uh, as we were there for them, you know, in all of the seasons that led them up to, you know, exiting the home and starting their own family, starting their own lives. And, you know, I think it's important, you know, that we understand that what we're doing, mm -hmm. you know, with legacy isn't just laying up something that will be there, you know, when we die or when we go to heaven, but it's understanding that. We're laying up something right now. Mm -hmm. Amen. Not not when we're dead. We're laying up something right now. And I love what, you know, our spiritual mother, Miss Carolyn Seville said. Mm -hmm. She said, the mark of a good legacy isn't what you leave behind for your children, but it's what you leave in your children. Oh, I love that. That's and, so and, good. And, you know, it's when you lay up the word in their heart, you're laying up a legacy because you think mm -hmm. about it. The words that we've stood on, the promises of God, the scriptures that that were the foundation for us starting you know, uh, this are the churches that we have, the ministry that we have and the work that we've done for God. We're watching now as our children are taking those same words that those same foundational mm -hmm. things and they're using what was laid up before them in the form of a legacy. They're using those things now to build the ministries that God's given them to do. Mm -hmm. You know, the ministries that he's birthing in their lives. Mm -hmm. That's legacy. Amen. That's you doing something right now in the land of the living and if you ever leave that it'll be there when you're gone mm -hmm. you know and i think one of the people that said it so well when it came to legacy and this is one of our great you know mm -hmm. spiritual mentors you know never had the privilege of meeting him but man, i've been feasting on his teachings and books and videos for years and that's dr miles monroe mm -hmm. you know one of the things that he said before he had passed away he said, how to die effectively and live beyond the grave and how to secure your legacy and to pass it on. That is what you leave for people. He said, your character. He said, leave it in such a way that you will not need a tombstone. Mm, amen. That's very good. Because when your life is so valued and when your life is, is made such a mark in the lives of others, especially your family, if you, can't, if you can't affect your family, you have no business trying to change the world. Mm -hmm. You know? They're your that's, first congregation. Yeah. They're that's your one thing that we, we we always made sure. We said we're not going to go out and win the world and, and lose our own children. You know, We'll make sure that we do everything God's asked us to do. We will sow. We will walk the walk. We'll preach until Jesus comes. We're not going to forget our family. They're gonna, we're going to preach to them too. We're going to teach them too. We're going to be there for them too. And and it's so important we can't forget 
uh, our children because of the call. Our children are, are part of our call and they're with us in everything that we do. Yeah, and you know, and, and one of, part of the legacy that we've laid up is we've shown them what godly character is. Mm -hmm. You know, they've seen us. They know we're not perfect. We've always owned our imperfections. But man, our kids have seen us in the character of God, the, the character of Christ. Because, you know, character is the only thing that can keep you where the anointing of God mm -hmm. takes mm -hmm. you. God can lift a ministry up. God can lift a person into a place where they have a voice and an influence. But if you don't have godly character, you're going to come back down. And what you've done, it'll be forgotten. Mm -hmm. But when you walk in that character and you grow in that character and it, and it lifts you up, with your family and those close to you, those that are following you, it'll stay there and it'll cause a, a draft to bring them up to where you are. That's legacy. Mm -hmm. it, it's you seeing that, you know, your children, that they're following the path that you laid out and, and that what people expect in you, they can also expect it in your children. They mm -hmm. can expect it in the people that are involved in your ministry or what you're doing for the Lord. I mean, I think about the times that we've ministered in Africa primarily especially Uganda, those early years when we, we would, you know, we're taking teams and there was other teams that would go simultaneously with us. And I remember that when it came to the pastors and leadership conferences and the villages and ministries, that those pastors, one of the first questions they asked when it came to who was going to go minister at their churches is they wanted to know who came from Pastor Josh and Leanna's church. Mm -hmm. They said, that's who we want ministering in our church. And the reason for that was because they knew us because we laid up a legacy within them when it was us mm -hmm. ministering in their churches and they knew the fruit doesn't fall too far from the tree. Amen. Their children or those that have been under their teaching, they'll have in them what we have loved inside Amen. of those that have led them. Amen. You want to read um, 2 Timothy 1, 5 through 9? Oh yeah, this is a beautiful portion of scripture. This is what it says, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5 through 9. The Apostle Paul says this to Timothy, when I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in you, which first dwelt in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice, and I am persuaded that is in you also. Wherefore, I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in you by the putting on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Be not there thou for ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me his prisoner, but be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. Amen. Amen. I mean, this portion of scripture talks about a heritage of faith mm -hmm. that was handed down from a grandmother to her daughter, and it went from her daughter to her son. Mm -hmm. Talking two other generations. Yeah. Yeah. And our children, uh, you wrote this down, you said our children were raised during our transition, but our grandchildren are being raised in the flow. Mm. That is so true because what is normal to them was not normal to our children. Yeah. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, you know, a couple of months ago, one of the kids, one of our kids was saying, hey, mom, do you remember when we would go and we would stay at this kind of hotel? And mom, do you remember when, uh, you know, packing sandwiches and, doing this and having to take everything and then we got to stay at the big hotel and then we got to have our own room and we're like yes you know and it was funny because now we took our grandchildren and they wanted to know where their own room was because they were used to 
because we got one time we got a room and um the times before we'd always gotten them a room with their own separate bedroom and we took them on a trip and it was just one of those let's go let's go you just took them we just took them out of school and went for a couple of days and it was just a regular room it was a nice room with two beds you know nice big room and Maddox walked in and he's he's seven he walked in he's all um where's my bedroom and I said what and he's all what's this and I said well this is our room I said you're staying there we're sitting here he's like oh well where's my room for him it's normal to have his own bedroom in his own hotel and for our kids it was normal to you know 10 Mexicans and a white guy piled up in a room <laughs> right you know, in one room you know just don't make no noise so they don't know how many we piled up in here you yeah. know but for them it was no it's normal you know for our kids it was normal to share a happy meal between the three of them and no you don't get a drink you get water when you get home um for our grandchildren it's normal to each get a happy meal you know and they're they're being raised in the same environment they're being raised in the same word but it's better for them now it's yeah. better for them now because we made that investment in our children we made that investment of the word and so the word has produced a better life for our grandchildren it really has and and, and you know and, and to god be the glory amen you know Sorry. and you know it, it, it blesses me too because i i remember those beginnings and i remember you know uh Back what you had just mentioned, you know, about our children were raised in the transition, but our children are, you know, our grandchildren being raised in the flow. And that, that came from a conversation I was having with Alea mm -hmm. this week, you know, because she says, Dad, she said, I remembered. She said, when things shifted, mm -hmm. she said, I remember when we were in that place where there was lack and, you know, we, there was a lot of love in the house and there was a lot mm -hmm. of God in the house. And, and as we grew in our understanding, as we grew in faith. And how to apply the word of God, the things that we teach now to our yes. church. This is when we were learning it. Mm -hmm. And she said, I remember, she said, us transitioning out of those places, she said, to where we are right now. Mm -hmm. And and I told her, I said, yeah, I said, you were there for the transition. I said, but your children, I said, all, all they know and all they'll ever know is being in that flow. Mm -hmm. I said, well, they'll never have your testimony mm -hmm. about what you went through. You know, even Madeline, I remember one time we were talking about, you know, yes, the lack that we had as we were growing in faith and growing as a family. And Elaine and Josh were talking about how, you know, there was challenges. We, and We were had just gotten a Burger King. We had gone on a family vacation and we had a lady with us that she was helping us. She was basically the nanny. But, you know, she's a friend of ours, but she lived with us and she helped the kids. And we're all sitting there and we're at Burger King. And all of us got our own meal and we're sitting there and Joshi and Alea, which were, you know, Josh and Madeline are only, uh, they're only a year and a half apart. Yeah. You know, Alea and Madeline are five years apart, but Madeline was little. She was in it, but she was little and didn't know it, you know? And I remember Joshi and um, Alea were talking about, Hey, remember when this was a big deal and this was a treat, you know, and, and look, we all have our own meals, you know, we're laughing and, and one of them, one of the kids said, remember when we were poor, you know, and uh, Madeline just, go ahead, you can share what she said. Go ahead, said. no, go she ahead. Said, oh, I was never poor. And then Josh turned around and looked at her and he said, yes, you were. You live with us. And she said, she's sitting there eating her, you know, her chicken stars or whatever, no, chicken fingers, Burger King. And she said, oh, no, I was never poor. And he's telling her, yes, you were with us. You live with us. And she said, well, I don't remember. So I was never poor. That was you. And she kept eating her <laughs> things. And we just sat there and looked at her. 
And it's not a remembrance for her to be in lack. I mean, we don't want to be reminding her, but it's not a remembrance for her to be in lack. And if we lay up the right foundations, they're going to remember the blessing, never the lack, you know? Yeah, not the journey. And we say the right things, you know? Uh, I remember just, you know, living, being in the living room with no electricity and the kids thinking we're camping out, you know? Yeah. Not knowing we'd have electricity, but it was the journey and it was, how we raised them that it wasn't a chore it wasn't it wasn't god's best for us to be like that don't get me wrong and i'm glad my kids never my grandchildren will never feel that you know but raising them up it's a funny thing not a mom you you made us go through this or we went through this it, it wasn't a burden it was a yeah. it was a journey it was steps in our life yeah. well we had taught them as we walked through it when we were learning seed time and harvest, mm -hmm. sowing and reaping, I remember telling our children, you know what, this is how we're going to get out of this kind of life. We're going to give our way out of it. Mm -hmm. And I remember us as a family praying together, and God says he gives seed to the sower and bread to the eater. I remember us crying out for that seed, you know, and and, and, and they were praying for God to, to, mm -hmm. to, to bless them so that, you know, we could give our way out. And I remember... Uh, you know, them getting money in the mail sometimes. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember those things. They remember how God came through. They remember us praying for groceries and groceries showed up. They remember mm -hmm. us needing a car and, and God brought the car. They they seen faith in action. And when we told them we're moving to Visalia, California, in the same way that we learned how to come forward here, God's going to have us apply that same faith and do it there. So it, it wasn't them just seeing a one-time event. No. It was them living in a lifestyle of faith. And yeah. that's legacy. That's handing them something that that'll, they can build their life on, they can grow their life on, and now they're able to invest it and hand those same things down to their children mm -hmm. to where their children will learn what we learned going through it and what they learned going through it, but they won't have to learn it the way we learned that's it. Right. That's right. And now, uh, you know, two of our, our older ones, they're married, and they have their own families, they have their own their own lives, and now everything that we laid up for them, everything that we taught them, they're having to live it out themselves. They're having to believe for things themselves. You know, our, our youngest daughter right now is in Australia. She's a missionary there that she really feels called to be there. And I remember when she said, you know, that she was felt called to be there. And I said, okay, I said, this is, has to be your faith. This has to be your faith taking you there. Your faith is going to open the door. It's not mom and dad's faith. This is your, you're an adult. This is, you know, we're going to believe with you. What are you believing for? Mom, I'm believing for these things. Okay, well, your faith is going to do that. Your faith is going to provide the money, the tickets, the, the everything, the livelihood. She's there. She's not working. She's volunteering at a church. She's the youth pastor, uh, you know, doing all these things that her faith, every single month, her faith is producing the livelihood for her to be able to be there. Amen. So it's important to understand it. You know, you're laying up a legacy. You're laying something up for your families that won't be erased, especially if you hold those same values true to your yes. heart and hold yes. them close to your chest. You know, those will become things that your family will never forget. Those things will become pillars. You know, uh, they'll become landmarks in their life that help them, you know, to succeed in the things that God wants them to succeed in. And what's beautiful about legacy is that as you lay up that foundation, you know what? They're gonna, they're gonna, to get to where you're at, they're gonna, they're gonna have to walk the same path, mm -hmm. but it, they won't have to endure some of the things that you had to go through. You're gonna, right. you're gonna pioneer a path for them right. that causes them to get there, 
and they're not going to miss a thing. Mm -hmm. Amen. God bless you. Thank you once again for being a part of this time with us. We, we love you being here. And if you've missed any of our broadcasts, we encourage you to go back and check them out, like them. And uh, we'll see you again on the next broadcast. God bless you.